This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, veterans will soon again be able to visit some benefit centers. Second-in-command for the Marine Corps has now tested positive for COVID-19. And the White House is looking to explore another emerging technology. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Veterans Benefits Administration is resuming some in-person services during the pandemic. Ten regional benefits offices are open to the public. VA says more should reopen in the coming weeks. Facilities that are open depend on local conditions and guidelines in the area. VA is currently treating over 3,600 people with COVID-19. That total includes nearly 300 VA health employees and 115 non-veterans. The majority of Environmental Protection Agency offices are moving along in their reopening plans. More now from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. EPA headquarters in Washington and facilities in all regions except one are at phase two of the agency's reopening plans. Only EPA offices in the Midwest are back at phase one. Most EPA employees can continue teleworking during phase two, but employees say they're concerned about the prospects of moving to the next phase when most of the workforce is expected to return to their offices. Some employees say EPA isn't enforcing a mask policy with those who are in the building. Nicole Grisco, Federal News Network. The IRS pushed through a major workload during the coronavirus pandemic. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has details. IRS Commissioner Chuck Reddick says much of the agency's IT staff worked 15 to 17 hour days, seven days a week between March and July. The same IT workforce that handled the tax filing season was also responsible for setting up economic incentive payments. The agency also broke its own record for timely processing of tax returns, processing as many as 2 million returns per hour. The IRS has done all of this with a budget that is about 20% less than what it had in 2010 and has lost about 20% of its workforce to attrition. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Marine Corps' number two officer has tested positive for COVID-19. Assistant Commandant General Gary Thomas has already been self-quarantining since Tuesday after coming in close contact with a person who also tested positive. USMC says he's experiencing mild symptoms but is otherwise feeling well. The Defense Department may not be ready for 5G. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni explains. Back in March, the White House issued a strategy for securing 5G within the United States. However, a study from the Government Accountability Office says that strategy only partially addresses issues that the nation may face keeping 5G safe. For example, the strategy doesn't explain what it will cost to implement the strategy or include what kind of resources states and local governments will need to protect 5G. GAO recommends bringing together the National Security and National Economic Councils to update the strategy. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Airmen at six Air Force installations, though, now have access to commercial cloud environments like Amazon Web Services and Microsoft Azure. The cloud environments meet the Defense Department's highest cloud security standards. The Air Force says using the enterprise IT as a service platform will reduce latency and improve overall user experience. The bases with access to the commercial clouds include Buckley Air Force Base in Colorado and Cannon Air Force Base in New Mexico. The Defense Department's Jedi cloud contract continues to rankle one powerful senator. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Senator Charles Grassley sent 14 new questions to the Defense Department about its controversial Jedi cloud procurement. 
This is the second letter Grassley wrote in the last two years seeking information about the Pentagon's rationale to continue the procurement that has been stuck in litigation. Grassley asked DOD to provide a briefing to his staff by October 19th to explain how to address the host of problems detailed in the IG report. Grassley's questions focus on whether the contract requirements are still relevant and what steps has DOD taken to close out several IG recommendations. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Navy has picked a name for its newest class of ships. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports. The forthcoming guided missile frigates will be dubbed the Constellation class, starting with the first ship, the USS Constellation. It'll be the fifth Navy ship to bear that name, starting with the original Constellation in 1797. The Navy awarded a contract to build the new frigates in April. It is the service's first new shipbuilding program in more than a decade. The first ship is expected to be delivered in 2026. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Office of Federal Procurement Policy's goal of reducing the friction in the acquisition process will get a boost from several new or ongoing pilot projects. OFPP Administrator Michael Wooten says several agencies are testing the use of emerging technologies to lessen the burden on contracting officers. For instance, the Interior Department is using natural language processing and machine learning tools to coach contracting officers through specific processes. Another pilot aims to reduce procurement administrative lead time and another Another will expand to 10 agencies to improve the quality of contractor performance assessments. Meanwhile, the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy has launched Quantum.gov, a one-stop shop for updates on the Trump administration's work on this emerging technology. The site's launch coincides with OSTP's release of its Quantum Frontiers report, which identifies key areas for continued quantum information science research. U.S. Chief Technology Officer Michael Krasios says the site and report came together with input from agencies, industry, and universities. And more pushback on the White House's recent directive to suspend all diversity and inclusion training, this time from the American Federation of Government Employees. The union's national president, Everett Kelly, says the order sends a terrible message and says AFGE will hope to fill the void left to ensure workplaces are free of discrimination. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.